You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon. And I'm really excited to have on the program the one and the only Andrew Dambina. Andrew, it's so good to see you today. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Noreen? Good to see you too. We haven't done a video version of Tuesday or something for a while, have we? In years. uh, Like Andrew said, we are on the video platform as well. Hop onto Facebook if you can. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 is a page to go to because Andrew will be uh, doing some tasting for us. You know, I'm in the studio. I can't, we can't even take off our face masks. But Andrew, you'll be taking some for the team and and be talking (laughs) about um. Autumn Festival goodies. Um, how, so what have you got yeah. for our listeners? Well, okay, yeah, I'm going to talk more generally about some mid-autumn traditional foods, first of all, but you're quite right, Noreen, there is a platter of mooncakes awaiting, warming gently in the oven. But, um, <laughs> but, the, but uh, in, in years past, you and I, because we've been doing the Tuesday talk for nine years, um, have tasted mooncakes aplenty pre-COVID times, of course. I know, but, um, those were the let's days. Ho- let's hope, yeah, let's, let's hope they return, you know. It's been long enough now, surely. So let's hope we're near the end. But pressing on with food to eat during the mid-autumn festival if you want to be a trad person. So, first of all, really quickly, it's got nothing to do with food, and I'm, I know I might be cramming in too much, but very brief story what is the mid-autumn festival all around noreen surely born and bred in hong kong you can surely answer that with a chinese mother i do you want the whole story how you know oh brief brief please please just give me one minute (laughs) so um so mid-autumn festival happens on the 15th day of the eighth lunar month uh, every year so usually uh, in in the western calendar uh, and about uh september time so so here we are and it tells the story of haungai who is a very hard-working farmer and there are uh, 10 suns in the sky and the farmers were telling him you know there are just too many suns shining and it's affecting uh our cattle and the grass so then Haungai is very, very brave. So he shot down the nine moon, uh, the nine suns, sorry. And then the gods uh, rewarded him for his uh, great um, uh, service, if you like, by giving him a potion of, um, of immortality. But then the thieves came and wanted to steal it off him because if you drink this potion, you'll have uh, an immortal life. And his wife, uh, Seung Ngo, um, uh, knew about this evil plan. So then she downed the, po- the the potion in one and of course she became the the the, the moon goddess and she floated up into the moon where she lived and so Haungai in honoring his wife would um would uh, bring all these like wonderful food and and sit in front of the moon and 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 eat the food to be with her that that's the story it's very sad actually what sad tragic yet romantic very all much of those so things at yes. play. Well, um, that, that, that is, a, that is a, something of folklore. Um, it's also believed by some historians that, it, that when it began around 2000 or so years ago, that it was a post-autumn harvest celebration, which was also devoted to the natural elements, thanking the gods in different parts of the vast Chinese country. There would be different gods who were worshipped in different provinces that we would call them now um but uh, but most scholars believe that the mid-autumn festival first appeared during the song dynasty and was really worshiping the moon at this time of year around harvest time at different times the sun would be worshipped but that's that's just another 
theory that's come out from uh, inscriptions around the country and uh, um, and various historians thinking that. But bam, we're in Tuesday mode here. We're into the food. So it's uh, let's let's talk about what people eat, and we're gonna we're gonna end with the one that everyone knows last. So or the one that comes first to mind. Now, one thing that is a common factor in the mid autumn festival, as far as food goes, is um, the is a certain shape, Noreen. I think you know what this is. Um, any any particular shape that would be popular in terms of what we eat? Always round to symbolise the moon and the unity of family. Bang on, bang on. <laughs> so one of the um, one of the things that are enjoyed are rice dumplings, tongyun in Cantonese, and uh, and and these are these can be in various glutinous rice um, uh, balls with filling pumped in, which is usually black sesame. Often it's a peanut mixture. Have you had any others besides those two? Those are the two most popular. Yeah, the lotus uh, seed, uh, lotus, uh, what's it, lotus? Is there a lotus seed version? Paste, the same as the mooncake filling? Yeah, I think so. I've tried ah. that one before. But usually, yeah, it is um, black sesame. Black sesame all the way. It's so yummy. Oh, Is there yeah, a red pe- bean? I mean, you know. Or chocolate, um, maybe? I don't know, maybe I'm... No, there might, there might be some new wave ones that do things like that. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, we, we've, we've named the traditional ones. And, um, you know, these are, these. if you don't know, if you're listening, um, are readily available in supermarkets, frozen. Uh, you, you rarely get them fresh, actually, usually frozen. Um, fruit, also, there are round fruits that you should be serving at your table if you want to kind of have a fun get together with friends family party or where i live on an outlying island um when my son was much younger the most one of my favorite times of the year was to go down to the beach uh one of the beaches on the island i live where people went with kids and family not it's not all about kids and family there were also people who don't have kids who went down there. But there was a kind of really nice community vibe where you didn't necessarily, or sometimes you did, just say hello to strangers and admire their lanterns or uh, picnic spread on the beach and, uh, and gaze at the moon and listen to the waves. And it sounds like a, it sounds like a very kind of hippie thing to do, which gives you a clue to which island I'm on. But I know that that goes on in other places in Hong Kong. When I lived in Kowloon, when I worked full-time at RTHK, there was a park in uh, Tokawan near where I lived called Koshan Park. And they had yeah. a really brilliant lantern festival, which they have every year. I don't know if it's on this year, actually, but but it was uh, that was one of my favourite things to do, also with a young kid, or even before I had a kid, to go go down there with my wife and uh, look at people just uh, walking around these amazing. They often had uh, lanterns that were made by hand in China in different provinces, which would be you know, from different different styles and from different places. Really, really excellent. I know a big one happens in Victoria Park as well, uh, in normal times and about now. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wonder if it's happening yeah. this year. You're right. It's so nice to see all these handmade lanterns. And it's such a wonderful craft yeah. as well. The C4 mm. with the with those uh, wooden sticks and just, you know, Thin bamboo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. yeah, really painstakingly 
intricate interesting um so but the uh, that was a, a bit of a digression wasn't it but saying that that if you do want to celebrate these things uh whether you're going down to a beach or a park or at your home apart from the obvious lanterns which are sometimes are in shapes of fruit star fruit is a shape that is sometimes seen in lanterns and that's one of the fruits eaten that isn't round uh the, the fruits that are round are pomelo which are sometimes also carved. Have you ever seen pomelo skin carved into lanterns? I have, and some, and then yeah. you put a little candle in there to make it into a lantern. Yeah. That's really yeah. that's old that's, school. <laughs> it's it's brilliant though because it's really pre. It goes yes, it is old school. It's pre kind of um, you know use every scrap rather than waste it, which is more hopefully uh, a, a, um, a message being spread today where you eat the fruit because it's symbolic um, well the round shape again uh, uh, the same with persimmon these are these are fruits and pear even which is not completely round but pear is eaten I don't know you might you probably you might be aware of this but it's but it's the the uh, the, the, the Cantonese for pear which is funlay oh. uh, so yeah it, it, it sounds like to go or to depart and that people believe traditionally that by eating pears, you eat away the chance of your family departing. Oh, right. Um, that's, oh. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's a uh, pear, pear reason. Yeah. A reason to have that on the table. My grandma uh, used to, uh, we used to have those pomelo, and um, in Chinese hmm. it's called uh, lok yao or sa tin yao. Yeah. But, then, uh, but then my grandma and, and some other um, grandparents would always call them lo yao, so that's like, that's like pet pet. <laughs> So it would always oh, crack us up. Make you laugh. Exactly. As a kid. Yes. Hope you're passing that on to your kids. <laughs> yes, I have done so. I will. <laughs> a, che- a, che- a cheeky, a cheeky little laugh. comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Also, crabs, um, freshwater crabs, the ones from Shanghai or around that region, hairy crab, which is uh, known for its row, because it's in season. It's just started to be in season now. Uh, you can you can just start to see them in some restaurants or in displays around Hong Kong. And so there's no there's no symbolic reason for this. It's just that it's something that is a treat uh, because you know they're kind of like a seasonal product. There aren't too many of those, and they are you know uh, oh. seen as a yes. um, as as something to to have at the table. I'm going to write this down. Hairy crabs. Um, we'll have to invite somebody to talk mm. about hairy crabs, and also maybe Indeed. a Chinese medicine doctor to talk about remedies after eating uh, hairy crabs because they're really really cooling very yeah, cooling yeah i've not had yeah. one i've not had a hairy crab since 2000 and since 2015 is it because you've got um children and you're feeding that's kind of you it's don't want to have just that, been perpetually so. pregnant just yeah, continuously yeah. just so yeah. it's never been yeah. able to have is it that all, is, is that is that, is that the end of all that now, Maureen? <laughs> yes, uh, now? at the end, yes. So this yeah, year is the yeah. year for the hairy crabs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, noted down. <laughs> right. Um, and, um, well, people, because it is seen to be in uh, TCM a cooling element in uh, the hairy freshwater crab, um, perilla leaves are sometimes eaten with them. And that's a that's a uh, herb, which is it looks a bit like a shiso leaf in Ooh. Japanese, which is, uh, or you can see them in Korean oh, yeah. uh, cuisine. The big, it's like a big basil leaf. It tastes a bit like basil, a bit like cross between basil and mint. And uh, so that's meant to have a little heaty balance that's to have so together posh. with them. We're just down the ginger tea. Right. Well, yeah, there's that too, which does a, which does a similar thing to heating as well. Um, uh, the last ingredient I wanted to mention is taro. So the, um, you know, the, the, 
the kind of sweet potato um, small taro that you can sometimes get in dim sum. Um, it's um, it's very popular in Chu Chow um, uh, families, either steamed or roast taro, because it um, in in can- Cantonese Wu Tao, isn't it? The, uh, yeah, would help. Very yeah, good. Yeah, that's that's. But but I believe I've been told that that is also similar to a term in Cantonese, which means a perfect balance. Oh. So um, so that is the reason symbolically that it is eaten by especially Chu Chinese, and they also it's the most popular filling for those in Chu Chow to put in their mooncakes. Oh. Did he say mooncakes? Yes. <laughs> Speaking of mooncakes, the most the most popular of all ingredients. And yes, I am watching the time, Laurie. Um, it's um, but uh, but I but I will. We've got uh, some. No- I, 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 I don't have a guest after eleven thirty. So Andrew, if you can't eat the I don't know fifteen mooncakes you've got. <laughs> at least 15 yeah no, no it's not no it's not really 15 but but there are but there are a few and um one thing before i talk about the mooncakes themselves that are on trend at the moment is one thing that is great i walk although this isn't i walked past um in the shuntak center a very popular chinese restaurant yesterday uh, that has many outlets around hong kong and there were people queuing up for tins of mooncake and um what I, you know, there's always this thing about the waste of, uh, of tins and what happens to them. So sadly, that was still going on. But in front of me, right here, all of these that I'm now just panning around are all um, made of paper. And, uh, and I'm very, very glad to, um, to, see, to see this happening. Now, most of them this is can such a be new re- trend. recycled as paper. That's yeah, brilliant is. because I think it's yeah. so. I think up until a few years ago, it's all sort of tin cat uh, or, or tins. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 are they are. And this one, which I am going to try not to overly show the logo, but wow. um, it is it, but it is designed to be um, used as uh, something that you can keep things in later. So this, uh, in fact. It's got um, a lovely tins, handle people, to it. It looks like a briefcase yeah, almost. Yeah, I know. Nice I know. Handbag. I know. I mean, you you would you wouldn't want to be throwing that away probably. Um, and also some of these paper ones, um, I know that people do use tins sometimes for handy storage. And the paper ones um, can can be you know can be just the same. I do recommend that people try to use. This is just on a kind of flashback greener paths type of comment <laughs> that uh, that rather than having single use for anything, it's always good. Even even if it, even if some of these are now made of paper and card, which can be recycled. Now I'm going to quickly step over to the Dembina kitchen. Oh yeah. And, um, yeah, I'd where love for our I've listeners to where... join us Ow! on Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just, in the oven. Just burn my fingers. Yeah, it's an oven. And uh, there we go. Um, a lot of mooncakes. Wow. It was not quite 15, but it is indeed five. That's and, a lot. Um, and it is, it is. I mean, I'm, I'm certainly not going to be having lunch today after after just talking through this. And I'm so sad and feel a bit bad for you, Noreen. Oh, you're not able I to know. join in the NOS Fest. Um, so um, I, I, one of them, which I, which I won't start with, but uh, yeah, actually I'll start with one, which is, you know, I've, I, I, I've, I'm going to be brief when I mention brand names because we don't promote anything here. But 
Um, They're so interesting just to see the sorts of flavors and ingredients being used by uh, different shops um, available. Yeah. Wow, look at that that, one. That's that's the plateful. And I've just cut open this one. Now, this is um, uh, a a new healthy ingredient. And, um, well, I will will mention it because we mention it when we have chefs in from different kitchens. It's from the peninsula. And um, instead of having... Um, duck egg inside um, there is I don't know if you can see this uh, for anyone that is uh, watching on Facebook live on Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 but there's instead of having the egg custard which is very popular these days in a lot of places or um, the lotus paste with egg yolk there's um, there's a sticky rice mochi uh, um, centre which is yeah, and uh, uh, and there's and there's and there's sesame paste around it, and this is a healthy, health conscious version. That's just just a new a new try for this year, and uh, the it's so light. It's amazing. Wow. Oh, Andrew, you're making me so hungry. And mooncakes is uh, just so yummy. So what's the texture like? Is it um, still sticky, gooey, or is it more... It's, it, it, there's, as, as not too much um, uh, sticky rice mochi center has been used, um, there's a bit of chew, which is nice. You know, like a, gluten, a glutinous rice dumpling, almost we, the same as you'd get it on a tongyun, but thicker. And, um, and that is... Um, with the, with the sesame, uh, keeping everything really light. Um, going going heavier from uh, a few different places, but this is very special from the Kowloon Hotel. They've used Andrew, twenty year hold, old. Hold that bite yeah. because we're just heading to okay. the eleven thirty news. Um, I'd, I'd love for our listeners to head onto Facebook and check out Andrew's mooncakes. You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon, and we're chatting with Andrew Dambina about some mid-autumn festival festivities and, and food that we'll be uh, eating during this wonderful festival. And, of course, we are live this morning on Facebook. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. And, Andrew, you're so wonderful in getting together so many mooncakes. I, I sure do miss the times when we were able to try it out. Uh, by the way, Eunice has written on Facebook and she says don't forget uh, we can donate surplus mooncakes to food banks uh, like Feeding Hong Kong and uh, and they'll bring them to our Yao Tong Food Bank uh, by the 8th. Thank you very much uh, for that information. Yes because oftentimes there are um, you know a a lot of surplus in mooncakes and we just don't want them to to end up in the landfill. So Andrew that's pointless. Exactly. So the one that you tried just now was for health conscious and then before the, the news you cut open another one and i think it was a red is it a red bean filling it is red bean um uh you can see that's what it looks like in the center so it's a red bean paste but it's super super fine there's no kind of skin of the red beans there's no crunch or anything but you are just hit by this uh 20 year old tangerine peel that's in there vintage 20 year aged I mean, that's crazy, isn't it? I've so, never heard pop, of a tangerine peel to be used in mooncakes because they're, it's very good for, um, in Chinese medicine, it's very good for the respiratory system. Okay, what's your verdict? Mm. With a cup of tea, I've got some, uh, I've got some bole cha oh, on nice. the go at the moment, some pu'er tea. 
and um, and it's really really refreshing. So I've started off. I think it's a really fun thing to do. Look, especially as we can't travel or, or go out. And uh, I, I went out last night, by the way. I won't digressing too much, but I went. <laughs> I, I did. I did a. I did a. Uh, I did a reunion with an old wine magazine uh, uh, crew that I used to work with. And because there were 11 of us, we needed to take rat tests to go to uh, um, to have this private room in a Chinese restaurant, which we all did. Yeah, you didn't turn just, into um... a rat. Sorry, that's a, a joke I do with the kids. <laughs> yes. Do you? Right. OK. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, no, 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 we didn't. Um, but uh, but it was um, it was just nice to see people walking around Hong Kong with bags with mooncakes that they'd bought around. There's a real and also I went past a an office in central which had um, an amazing uh giant moon cake with rabbits around it but not as not as horribly kind of corny as some things sometimes are it was kind of done i won't say it was tasteful it was just done in a fun way and it's nice to see uh, middle autumn festival being celebrated uh, in quite a uh, you know um uh, excited way yeah well you might have mooncakes but i've got a wonderful uh, best friend and wonderful colleague can i just pan the camera over we've got the yeah. wonderful ali how hey ali how are you doing Guess how are you what? doing i've got mooncakes too you're not the only one with mooncakes <laughs> all right yeah okay. i think what, that was the one what kind plus i raised you an egg tarts <laughs> egg tarts egg tarts yeah, yeah. You come in, in. Um, but uh, but Ali, of course, um, uh, egg egg tarts. Is that very mid autumn festival? Um, uh, he says, is egg tart very uh, mid autumn festival? Not really. I just felt like no. it today. No. Yeah. It's still. Yeah. Why not? I mean, the weirdest egg tarts. I mean, sorry. <laughs> That's out of my head right now. <laughs> the weirdest mooncake that I've seen this year. Yeah. Beef yeah. Wellington mooncakes. What? What? Have you seen those? The, no, the pastry makes se makes sense. I know. Now I'm saying it, it made well, it as shape. a mooncake. In that shape. I know. That's so crazy. <laughs> we should have Ali Howe joining us for every Tuesday segment. Just bringing yeah. weird yeah. food that I've seen around <laughs> Hong Kong. But yeah, crazy beef stuff. Wellington but mooncake is the thing. Is that is that is that just like done by one restaurant or something? I believe it's a couple. I've just seen them on my right. IG. Sponsored okay, ads. Okay. Well, okay. Talk, talk, talking, talking about weird things. Um, I sent Noreen earlier a picture, uh, which, um, which I don't. You probably haven't shared for the listeners, Noreen, but I don't know if Ali can see it. Which looks like a Portuguese egg tart that was on on WhatsApp. I don't know if you've got that to hand. Or oh, it's too okay, okay. But, but, um, but, but there's a couple of layers. Oh, yes. By yeah, there's a couple of layers there. Okay. And. What do you reckon's on the bottom layer? I think that is lotus seed paste. Yes. Bang on. Lotus, lotus paste. One point, Alison Howe. Oh, yeah. It's, um, it, it's, uh, and, and, but on top is the classic uh, Portuguese custard wow. egg tart, but, you know, with the, with the kind of uh, almost creme brulee top. Now, oh, I haven't tried goodness. these, but these are available now. And I'm not going to mention the name, but it's probably the most famous fried chicken outlet in the world. Oh! And they're and they're doing they're doing they're doing them they're doing them in uh, in Hong Kong now. I don't know if I like the sound of that, although it, I guess it's all sweet, so you probably. But it's but it's um it seems like don't mess with the Portuguese egg tart. Exactly, they're and don't enough. get me started on the calories. <laughs> Oh, or the, or the there's, cholesterol, there's Andes. I know. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, talk, talking of cholesterol, yeah, um, let's I guess return. I should just um, move, move on to, uh, to, to some intake here. And, um, right, this one Andrew, is... we've only got seven minutes left because my <laughs> Zoom thing is, is you know, ah, it's yeah. counting it's down. Right. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm pushing on, Laurie. This has got salted lemon inside it. Salted lemon? Where do you yeah. guys find yeah. all these wonderful flavours? Well, um, this is another new one for this year. And, um, and it comes from, yep, the peninsula. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's a, it's it's a, it's it's lotus paste with um yeah with some salted lemon and it's something new and I tell you what a bit like the zing of tangerine peel that I had in with that one with the red bean before this I I, I think this is a thing I don't know if it's a trend but I like it a bit of a citric flavour because you know we talked about imagine that Portuguese egg tart that we mentioned before with the lotus paste there's no there's no escape from it being a very dense heavy duty um you know rich taste is there but add a little bit of salted lemon a bit of 20 year old tangerine peel and you get a really just a special zing of citrus and i love the way that you know as we're not traveling and this is a time where people are enjoying takeaway or eat or eat out food when they can a bit more because no one's going anywhere else that we can have the a treat now and then of having something that's got an unusual flavor and this is exciting i'm excited by some of these flavors the last one i'm going to mention and i can't believe this chocolate yeah chocolate, oh whoa yeah. Yeah. Ali. okay gotta see Ali's this still a chocolate oh. look at that sensor not really look at that i just put that in the oven before coming on air oh you um, did the that's right what it thing looks like. so gooey it's a, it's come a, on that's a chocolate a, lava cake it's not a moon yes. cake yeah, yeah, but but look at the outside of it. It is, it is. It's called a chocolate lava moon cake, and it's from the Mandarin <laughs> cake shop. Yeah. So, so they've just done um, everything like egg tart, moon cake, chocolate lava, yeah. moon cake, in the shape of a moon cake, creme brulee, moon cake. All right, I'm tasting the outside of that because I can hear there's at least one skeptic. But it looks yummy, alley. though. It and looks it, great. And um, I will say. I will say, I have to say, it is quite a cakey mm. uh, lava, lava cake outside. I didn't know what to expect because I heard it was a chocolate lava cake moon cake. I thought it might be a pastry crust. It's more cakey, to tell the truth. I, I, have, I have to say, I think it, it'll go better with a cakey. I can't imagine chocolate with, with a sort of pastry. Pastry. Actually, I mm. can. The French do it all the time. It'd be croissant. Pan au chocolat. A pan de chocolat mooncake. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they, could, they could try that. Well, look, I've, I think I've indulged a plenty there, and um, so I know you. I know you're watching the time. Still four and, minutes um, left, Andrew. I re we really appreciate you. You literally have a tray of mooncakes that you're going through. Have you got another one? Which do you like? The um, sorry, go on. Yeah, I think I did have another one that I cut open and didn't didn't try. I can't even remember which one this is. It's dark, dark inside. Is it going to be black sesame? Is it going to be like, red bean? It looks like jam. Maybe. Oh. It's another lotus, black sesame, and tangerine pill from a different place. Wow. Yeah. So tangerine there are, there, there, seems to be a popular ingredient. I never thought about yeah. it being in mooncakes. And, and, 
and preserved sorted lemon. That's a kind of cool thing to add to the mix too. And as we said before, you can look out for some that may have sticky rice mochi centers, which are less calorific than having the egg custard ones, which, um, I mean, here's me talking about calories. Lord knows what's on this plate. <laughs> but, I think you're pushing but, but it, for, I mean, how many moon, how many calories are in a mooncake? I just know that Andrew's doing this for the team. Well I done. know. A well full done. tray of mooncakes. Respect to you, yes. Andrew Dembina. Yeah, yeah. I'll cheers, you guys, with a cup of, with a, a swig of Bole char, and wish you both a happy Middleton Festival. Thank you so much, Andrew. Well, we'll leave it at this, and we'll catch and up with you, you next Tuesday. Yeah. Thank you so much, Andrew Good. Dembina. Okay. Take care. Bye for now. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-